just waiting for you to wait for you to be ready. Oh, I'm. Yeah, dude. Oh, here it is. Um, oh, great. You found patterns. It. Patterns. There we go. Patterns. Fuck me. Patterns. Patterns, people. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Bordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone Your pretty little nose, right? You whore. Oh, boy. What a wife. What a doll of a wife. Cut wife. You could have at least taken my shoes off, you know? Yeah, you tortured servant bitch. Huh. I want to go to that stupid party in the first place. I want to stay home and read. Oh, no. Can't do that. Heard old Petey's feelings. Oh, well, well. I go to work and suffer all day, and she sacks out into noon. That's fair. She's a lazy cunt, you married her. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, what next? Wilma! How was she sleeping through this? Wilma, what have you done with my razor? Yes, hey, George? Hey, come on, come on, wake up. It was the Jets. Oh, come on, will you? I'm late. Wilma. <laughs> the just hey. Hey. <laughs> dramatics. Just tell me where you put my razor. Ah, don't do that. Jesus Christ, bitch. What's the matter with you? Are you sick or something? Who are you? What? Who are you? What are you doing in my bedroom? You mean this isn't the YMCA? Honey, will you knock it off? I'm late. Now just tell me where you put the razor. Darling, I am in no mood for jokes. You get out of here. Wilma. Wilma. How do you know my name? It's on the marriage certificate, remember? Oh, mister. I've never seen you before in all my life. Cameo of a man who has just lost his most valuable possession. He doesn't know about the loss yet. In fact, he doesn't even know about the possession. Because like most people, David Gurney has never really thought about the matter of his identity. But he's going to be thinking a great deal about it from now on. Because that is what he's lost. And his search for it is going to take him into the darkest corners of the Twilight Zone. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW, the Twilight Zone Review, episode 103. Today's episode, 327, Person or Persons Unknown. I'm Person 1, Phoenix West. I am Person 2, Perkins. <laughs> that's, that's I heard. What? Is that low? I heard everything you said except your name. <laughs> oh, yeah, Frank. I don't like my name. I don't like saying my name. Little Phoenix West and Fifa. Um, yeah, today. Yeah. What? What? Nothing. Nothing? All right. Um, <clears throat> Rod's killing me with these uh, long intros. Wait till you hear the next episode. Wow, it's four minutes long. 
This one, took, this it's one's not creepy. My fault. It's not my fault. You know, Rod wants to keep doing this. Oh my god, waiting forever to intro the damn thing. Yeah, the uh, the whole time he's waking up, screaming at this lady who's sleeping. He's drunk. He's pissed off that his shoes are still on him. Why the fuck do you care if you're passed out? You, you don't even notice. But if she's if she doesn't recognize him, that means she's not married in her mind. Why the fuck is she used to being yelled at by strangers in her sleep? <laughs> I would be so severely alarmed. Well, um, I think, you know, he wasn't acting any different, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, no, that doesn't make any sense at all. Nope. nope. She should be like, who the fuck? Like, immediately. Exactly. Now, he has like, to get out his whole speech, his whole soliloquy <laughs> before. Why did my bed just move? <laughs> I'm, I'm single. <laughs> she must be popping pills and just banging strangers nonstop to be used to this kind of, this level of volume. Uh, well, she's, she's apparently a lazy lush, so... Well, maybe not this version. Maybe this version's just a fucking like just popping pills and like drinking gin and just doesn't wake up. Wearing hats to bed. Gotta hate that. God, Full helmet hats. So sexy. Oh, just want to yank the back of it from behind, you know? At the end. Choke her forehead. <laughs> oh, shit. Then she scream. Oh my god. I mean, I I can sympathize with this man. This is how I wake up every morning. <laughs> Just bitch. Yeah, you just bitch. inner monologue out loud. Oh yeah. Yeah, just lay there, you lazy bitch. Goddamn, do everything for myself, and I'm gonna take my shoes off. Uh, well, it, it's not really saying it to her; it's saying it to myself. Actually, I yell at myself a lot. Not a big, huge fan of myself, actually. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's another uh, creepy, creepy whip pan the rod, who's apparently just watching this couple sleep. Yeah, and it's just like, and it, it's getting so bad now where it's like when they do whip pan, it slows down dramatically and then speeds up again. <laughs> the next episode's worse. It's so it's slow. It's so bad. It's three seconds. <laughs> yeah. And it just changes to a completely different, like, lighting. Oh, it's just it's bright daylight. Drive, and his is, like, darker. The drive home, Rod's looking, like, to the left. Yeah. At that, apparently, but he's not. It's like, come on, Rod. We know it's Blake. You're not there. No. It's not as bad as the, the last episode we did. Was that the last episode? The, the fucking little girl lost? Where it was yeah. like, clearly like, he did it later in the shooting. Yeah, and he's like, you could see a shadow on the ground. So he was there. That's what was weird about it. That's why I like the, I mean, I like the episodes that he's actually in. And that was a rare one that was like, he was actually in that one, but yeah, but they they manufactured it. They shot it afterwards and then threw it into the beginning. Remember the chalks on the wall, and then it also explains why he's searching under the bed and suddenly cuts back from commercial break and he's searching under the bed again. It just they just well, threw it in there. I mean, he at least he was on the same damn set. It was go. cool. It just uh, I don't know, wiped the goddamn wall down. It worked for me, I guess. You know, I mean, I was like, oh, cool, he's in it. So it worked for me. It, 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 it doesn't change anything much, really, of that episode, how good it was. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it worked, I guess. I mean, they at least do that. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> it's so bad. So bad. Yeah, they, uh, he, he freaks the fuck out on this lady. And then uh, he starts going through her drawers. Again, this lady, just picture this woman, just wakes up by a man screaming at her. She has no idea who the fuck he is. He's just screaming, like, where's my shit, bitch? And he starts going through her drawers, like her, 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 her delicates, 
her panty drawers, <laughs> and he starts like rifling through it, like holding up a wad of panties. Like, where's my fucking socks? What is, what is this shit? And she's like, this is my underwear. I'm sorry, Mister. Who are you? <laughs> leave me, leave my home. <laughs> I used to feel safe here. <laughs> it was so like, oh god, like, and not not only that, but he's tearing her down. <laughs> oh yeah. This this complete stranger not only is invading my home, but is also personally tearing me apart. Yeah, just imagine if someone walked into your home right now and was like, and knew your name and knew everything about you, and they're just like, Frank, you, this is so fucking Frank. You're like, who are you? And they're like, oh, fucking Frank. Oh, the genius Frank doesn't wreck. Oh, I get it. Great, great Academy Award speech. I get it, Frank. You're a great actor. Now, where's my fucking underwear? Like, I don't know who you are. I'm sorry. Where's my underwear? You know, I looked at your record 25 fucking incidents, two years. Jesus Christ. How do I keep getting you off of everything? Oh, what? And she keeps looking for the, uh, it's gonna move. It's over there. <laughs> that's not true. Keeps looking for the, uh, the razor. <laughs> how, how many times did he yell for his razor in this episode? He didn't need to shave. No, it's back in the day where you had to shave every single day for some reason. I did. Yeah, my grandfather used an electric razor, dude. If I even came close to my face with an electric razor to shave, it would. I would scream. The thing would just go and just probably smoke and tear a hole through my cheek. Yeah, I used one before. I I don't like it. I feel like it's gonna. I feel like it's. I'm not gonna survive. I don't know. It just feels like it's gonna gut gut my fucking throat. It's like it, ugh, turn it inside out. Like. It, I, you know, like how in the old days they would straight razor you. Like you were putting a lot of trust into a barber, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, just or if he if you sneeze or he sneezes, it's done. You're dead. Your your jugular just, you know. Yeah, I, I always hated that fucking paradox saying, like, who shaves the barber? I'm like the fucking barber does. You can shave yourself. I fucking hate that thing. You ever hear that? No, but I can see how that would be very annoying to hear. It is. It's. I've never heard that though. No. Yeah. And I mean, somebody told me that they got a good, nice shave today from their barber, and it was like, a, and they used a straight blade and everything. I'm like, they still do that? Do they have the leather strap? That's what <laughs> I asked. That was my first fucking question. <laughs> was was like whoosh, 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 with leather slat? And he was like, no. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. That's disappointing. I want the whole fucking thing if I'm doing it. Yeah, really. I mean, he better have like that big mustache, that you know, earwax mustache. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's gonna straight razor me, I want this guy committed to like the old way. You know, I don't, I don't trust people enough to do that because people are checked the fuck out nowadays. I don't trust myself with an electric razor, let alone a fucking barber that might be having a bad. Maybe he just found out his wife cheated on him or something, or maybe he's a fucking serial killer just to. And, and he's a barber because it's like, oops, oops. Yeah, he's Sweeney Todd in it. And and maybe he's just doing his job like normal and his fucking phone goes off and scares him a little bit. And then you're dead. Irrational yeah. fear, I realize, but it's still not worth it to me. I can while shave at home. Sitting, uh, while you're sitting on a hydraulic chair. Yeah. The <laughs> hydraulic goes out, you're dead. <laughs> and it's nobody's fault. Well, it's just not. Yeah. No, thank you. you. Couldn't pay me. That. I couldn't, and, and and then you pay for it. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he uh, freaks out on his wife. He he goes yeah. to work. 
He knows everyone's name. He's super, super chipper, super cheerful with everybody. And then, okay, once again, in the context of their reality, they don't know him. He's just saying hi and knows their name. And they go, fuck you. Like, the way they look at him is just like, what the fuck is wrong with you, sack of shit? Low-life customer sack of shit. I was like, why would you react that way? He's just a guy <laughs> saying hi. And you're like, fuck you. How do you know my name? Yeah. They're not like, oh, hey, hey, customer. Hey, we work at a bank. We need to be friendly. Nope, nothing. <laughs> it's like, well, my buddy told me to come over here, and uh, they told me, he told me your name. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's not that rare. <laughs> no. It's normally the second question someone asks when you tell them to go someplace. What's, who I talk to? <laughs> but they, he, they're all, like, he must work with a bunch of fucking assholes. And then he starts to freak out on this guy who's sitting at his desk. And I forget his fucking name, but... And then uh, gets into an argument with the guy and starts throwing his shit around. The guy leaves, and then he grabs all his stuff off the desk, throws it off. And then suddenly the security guard walks over, Jim. And then uh, uh, Jim basically puts... Does he pull a gun on him? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he pushes Jim up against the wall, who pulls a gun on him, and then he gives the, what, is everyone going crazy? He does that line. I love it. I, I hope you have that. Oh, yeah. Um Great freakouts. This is my this is my favorite yeah. freakout episode. Every single, they're all gold of freakout, dude. This guy just freaks the fuck out every scene. This guy's this guy's great. This face is batshit nuts looking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know which one to pick. Uh, okay, the one he's yelling at Jim. You say I know who I am, Mister Gurney. Gurney. David Andrew Gurney. There's no need for excitement. Oh, of course not. All of a sudden, everyone's telling me I don't know who I am, and you say there's no reason for excitement. Well, what do you expect me to do? Relax? <laughs> or you can play just one from later. I That's cool. not. I know it must be quite a shock, but look, if we're to help you, mister, you've got to face facts. You see, this man you think you are... He doesn't really exist, except in your mind. Whether whole cloth or from people you've met, you've invented him. There is no David Andrew Gurney. I could have played a little bit further ahead than what we were talking about. A little bit, yeah. 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 That's yeah. all right. Yeah. He... Uh... No, you're still playing. Okay. Morning. Redemption. <laughs> Hi, Jack. Okay, listen to the responses here from his coworkers. Morning, Julie. Fred. Who are in customer service? Yes, sir. May I help you? George, who's that? Well, that's Mr. Cooper. Well, would you mind telling me what Mr. Cooper is doing at my desk? How's that? Beg pardon? Without better security, I'm afraid there's nothing we can do for you. Who the devil are you? How's that? I said, who the devil are you, and what are you doing at my desk? Your desk? That's right, my desk. Now, look, I've had just about enough of this today. Get out of that chair. I'll do nothing of the kind. Friend, you get out of that chair, or I'll throw you out. There's no need to get excited. After the morning I put in... Would you be kind enough to take this junk with you? It's trouble, sir. Now, look, Jim. This little joke has gone far enough. 
He says this is his desk. Well, if you just step outside, sir, I think we can settle this matter. There is nothing to be settled, except I would like my name played back and my picture. Well, I'm afraid I'll have to insist. You insist away. I'm not budging. Oh, yes, you are. Now, look, Jim. I like you, but you get your hand off me or I'll see to it that you're fired. We'll talk about it outside. Put your hands up, mister. What? Put your hands up. Well, has everybody gone crazy? Now, you walk three paces in front of me, right toward that door. And don't cause any trouble. I don't want to have to shoot. He almost dies. Move! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking literally. What is this? All right, keep moving. Will you tell these people who I am? Is that the man? Yes. What's your name, mister? Ask her. She doesn't know. She doesn't know? After 11 years of marriage and she doesn't know? Mrs. Gurney, allow me to introduce myself. I'm David Gurney, your husband, remember? All right, this is I don't believe you. Don't stand there staring like idiots. That's who I am, David Gurney. <laughs> Jim, now please, will you tell him? Look, I've worked with this man for four years. Now tell him! Julie. Fred. George, will you tell him? Tell him who I am! All right, let's wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> you say I'm not David Gurney, right? I'll prove it to you. Let's see what you have to say to this. Would David Gurney's penis look like this? Right? License and credit cards. What have you done with them? Wait a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm David Gurney. <laughs> I'm this is the only episode in the Twilight Zone canon that is truly terrifying to me. Because you are fucked. <laughs> like, it's, it's so easy not to become not you. Yeah. <laughs> If somebody really wanted to fuck you up, dude, they all they have to do is hack into a computer. It's really like I just had it happen to me fucking two weeks ago. <laughs> well, like if financially you could get rid of you, but like the fact that you're going to your wife, like, hey, and they're like, who are you? That's terrifying. Like nobody knows who you are. You, you, mm-hmm. And the, the when he goes to the insane asylum later, uh, he's just like. I know who I am. He's like, yes, but crazy people think they are who they are. Like, this guy thinks he's who... I forget who he says he is, but, like... David Gurney. Not him. The other guy. Oh, Um, Oh, Shrink. Shrink? Shrink? No, never mind. Anyway, uh, you can't really argue that you're not crazy when you're... Everyone else is saying you're crazy and you're lying. It's (laughs) it's fucking terrifying. It's really... The only one that's actually kind of freak out. You know, it would freak me out. Um, I, I love his freaking out in front of the bank, though. It's great. He's panicking so much. The actor that is in this episode fucking kills it, and he died, like, right after this couple years. <clears throat> I was looking into it. No shit. Didn't make it too long. Um, he, the, he gets taken in after that scene. The freak out in front of the bank, he gets taken in uh, by the doctor, and then he gets quizzed by the doctor. That's the, uh, the clip that Frank played before. Did you notice that doctor would not give him one inch to himself the entire fucking scene? Yeah, like he was like right in his face. Like Yeah, and like, David Gurney's walking around the room and the doctor's just like like playing really good defense in basketball. Just did not fucking let him live. <laughs> I did notice that. It it it, 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 it almost bothered me in in a way. I was like 
Let him walk. What are you doing? Well, like, is that that's a great way to get stabbed by a spoon in this line of business. Like, hey, crazy guy, I'm going to get right up in your face. See how you like this. I'm just not going to let you breathe or, or talk or move around in your own free will. Nope, it's going to get right in your face. Oh, I got stabbed in the throat. Weird. Happens all the time. wonder why. <laughs> I would stand at a distance with, like, a fucking taser gun. I don't know. Excuse me. You should be. <clears throat> what, are you, what are you staring at over there? Oh, he no, he died ten ten years after this. Yeah, multiple heart attacks. Yeah, I was I was looking into it. His uh, he died like right about at the age of his dad or something like that, and then his kid died of the same thing. I think I saw something like that. Well, some family has that running. Yeah, like me. Yeah, no yeah, bueno. Yeah. My my uh, grandfather was the second uh, per, well, second human in uh, medical history to ever have a uh, heart valve transplant. Yep, lived to be eighty nine. There you go. <laughs> uh, the first three they died within six months of it, and it was made of wood. I'm not making this up. <laughs> I'm like not making up. this up. <laughs> when the room was quiet, you could hear a click. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not fucking making this up. Yeah, they, they actually did like a medical documentary on them to teach uh, heart heart students. Like, I guess I don't know how they used to do shit. I don't know why. We need a copy but, of this. I dude, I've searched for. It. <laughs> I know exactly where it is, and I don't know how to get it. You know, it's the University of Penn where he had it done. You made it sound yeah. like they fucking put it in the that big warehouse at the end of Raiders. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know where it is. I just can't get in there. Security's too tight. I know where it is. It's in the classroom where they teach heart surgeons how to be heart surgeons. I can't get in that room. You didn't figure it out? We listened to the medical podcast before. You couldn't figure it out then? What do you want me to do? Mission Impossible my way into the fucking University of Penn heart surgeon classroom and steal a videotape? I mean, I don't know how else to get it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not committed. Frank's not committed to the show. Okay. You guys walk around, let alone break into something. Well, let's get Tom Cruise on this. Give him a call. He'll 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 run somehow, and it'll it'll work out. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's all he needs yep. to do. And then he'll disown his his two year old child. You know, That's right. He's not a Scientologist. Because he's a sack of shit. Dick. Huh? Because he's a sack of shit. Oh, he's a giant piece of shit. I yeah. hate Tom Cruise. Fuck him. He remade War of the Worlds. Fuck him. He didn't. He was a star. He could have said no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't argue with that. Anyway. Jerk off. Let's, let's, speaking of jerk off, let's talk about this episode. Uh, that ties in in no way. Uh, so he's in the Saint Asylum. Our character is officially a crazy person. Um, he He's like talking to the doctor he's like i can prove it i'll call you know we'll get hold of my family and he starts calling these numbers which i love one of them's klondike five two three two one three one i love that shit klondike four two four four like that sort of shit and then and then he goes no no call this one and it's three numbers off that one. He, he, oh gets, he, he calls his friend pete and then pete answers the phone and then he's like pete it's my it's your friend David Gurney. Hello? I was like, Pete did not fuck around. <laughs> like, his friend Pete is like, I don't know that name. Fuck off. <laughs> like, that must have been all Pete said, because that's how long of a gap there was. If somebody called me and said that they knew me, but I didn't know their name, 
I would just think it's one of my friends using a fake fucking name, and I would just go along with it. Yeah. You know, oh, yo, what's up, Todd? Yeah, you would have got this guy out, out. <laughs> like this insane guy out in the streets. Like, oh, Pete Good recognizes you. from you. your house, the kids. Yeah, and then the next line is, I'm going to hand the phone to my doctor. And then the doctor going, can you come pick up your friend in the insane asylum? And I go, oh, I'm out of this bit now. I am not playing along with this game anymore. <laughs> no, thank you. Can you describe what he looks like first? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could do something. Yes. Old Gurney. Oh, man. Doughy white guy. Oh, that's that <laughs> nailed it. Listen, Doc, I'm going to need to be taken off a speakerphone here and talk to him in <laughs> private for a second. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Do make, I know you for real? I'd make up something cra- like even crazier. Like, that guy stayed the night at my house, and I woke up, and he's standing in my bed masturbating. Like, that dude's <laughs> fucking insane. You, you mean the guy I just caught killing three people on the street for no reason and ran? I mean, I can't prove yeah. it, but, you know. But I saw it. I saw it, but I, I don't have any proof. I just... I don't know. I'll just go, whatever you got to do, do not let him out of your custody and just hang up. <laughs> yeah, the uh, doctor's like, you don't have any proof after all this because everyone he calls, his mom doesn't recognize him. And I was like, the proof also works the other way where if you know these people and their numbers and all about them and their lives, isn't that kind of proof on its own a little bit? Maybe not uh, for who you are, but the fact that something's you- going on. I mean, if you're a doctor trying to analyze what the hell's going on, you could easily just say, well, it's possible he could have, you know, stalked these people for a year and then know all about them and then all of a sudden have this breakdown. Who knows? Yeah, but then you start break. If you really want to get into it, you get into like the real intricacies of like day to day life and then working at the bank, like specifics, that particular branch. You could break it down really, really small pieces. Not that the doctor would be that committed to doing this. Because why would you? Yeah, but I could debunk every single thing he, he throws at me, really. You could? Yeah, logically, easily. Yeah. I mean, what do you think they do at a bank? I've been to a bank. I know what they do. I don't need to work there to know what they do. There's a desk. That's mine. Sure. Yeah, but you're, you're talking basic. I'm saying, like, where exactly is this in the, in the vault that nobody else would have been in? Like, that sort of shit. Did, did he show that? Did he, he didn't do that. I'm saying he should have. I'm saying he could have. Right. You're fucking right. He should have, stupid fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm just what? saying, you break it down into really, really bite-sized pieces, like, this is exactly where this is. How else would I know this if I didn't work here? See, but, I, I mean, you got to see, like, okay, that's a nice, calm, cool, and collected person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why they're yeah. freaked out. Nope. Knows who the fuck he is. This guy's <laughs> losing his shit right yeah. off the bat, dude. He doesn't even give himself time to think. He's just what the fuck? Yeah, he, he freaks goes the from fuck. like waking up to to fucking a hundred miles an hour of what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, he he wakes up like in like a full fucking Charlie Sheen coke mode, and he's just like <laughs> running around town like a madman. And then how come? How come? I just, I just pictured them in my head. I just looked at an IMDb, saw a picture of them. Why do the doctors and the patients wear the exact same coats? That is very confusing if you work there. Shouldn't you be able to tell spot from, from down the hallway who's the doctor and who's the patient? Um, why? Was he wearing a white coat, too? They both, everyone was. Every oh. single person in this building was wearing a white coat. 
Maybe that was done on purpose to make it seem like it wasn't real. Maybe he's not a crazy person. Oh, my God, Frank. Oh, my God. Well, the end, kind of. Oh, no. Don't spoil the end. I'm just saying, maybe they shot this on purpose with everybody with a white coat. To, like, maybe as, like, a like an Easter egg kind of thing. Maybe. Fourth time, maybe. Um, all I know is he, he starts to realize, you know, maybe they already got to this. They already got to my wallet. They already got to my wife. I know. There's got to be something they haven't gotten to. Some of these details are private. I've gone places. I've done things I didn't tell my wife about. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Is he banging trannies or something? He's like, I'm going to go find one of those details now. And then he dies out the window. And starts looking uh, yeah, for cars I, to steal. I got that it's, right it's, now. The scene Dude, is, oh, it, it's oh. so, it's like, wow. <laughs> this is, oh, you already started playing it. I don't know. No, what? Go ahead. I, I was hoping I could say this before you played it. This is the exact scene that made me want to do this show. I watched this scene and I go, I have to fucking break this down. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast about the Twilight Zone. This is literally the scene Frank's about to play right here. It is. I send it to him every time I see it on TV. <laughs> it's glorious. I, this is my, one of my favorite moments in Twilight Zone history because it is so fucking out of nowhere and hilarious when he gets back up outside. <laughs> He's just kind of like running around like a madman. <laughs> Dude, it makes I, me like I, cry when I watch it. It's so stupid. <laughs> I I watched this scene over and over for like twenty times, and I recorded it like probably I don't know fifteen times because I could not stop uncontrollably laughing. I don't think I got a good tape. I don't think I got a good recording without me just just bawling my eyes out. I'm, I have tears in my eyes right now just thinking about it, and I'm looking at one of the IMDb pictures. It's, it's over in my head. It's just like <laughs> what? It just happens because he literally goes. I'm going to go find one of those details now. And then sharp, sharp turn to the right and like Superman dive out the window. Little, little, he dives out of frame and then stands up and slowly walks. And he has to look over like around, like looking for a car to steal. And the doctor's just like, huh? I'm like, what the fuck was that? It's so goddamn funny. All right. Ready when you are. It's amazing. I hope the crash does it justice. Maybe I should, but I... All right. All right. If I'm not David Gurney, then who am I? That's what we're going to try to find out. In other words, I'm crazy. Like that guy who thinks he's Churchill. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Let's just say mentally disturbed. (laughs) I know that's very difficult to believe. But looking at it logically, there isn't any other explanation. Sometime last night, you had what is known as a total loss of orientation. You entered Miss Berenson's house. No, 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 no. Now that's what you want me to believe, but it isn't true. Because in spite of everything, Doctor, I know who I am. Now either, either I am crazy, or somebody's going to an awful lot of trouble to blot me out. No, no, no. Why would anyone want to blot you out? How should I know? But whoever, or whatever it is, they can rig all the phone books in the world and they can pay off everyone who ever knew me, but they can't get inside my mind, Doctor. And I'll tell you something else they can't do. They can't think of everything. And what does that mean? Just that. A man's life is made up of a million details, Doctor. And some of those details are private. Now, I've gone places. I've done things that I've never told to anyone, not even my wife. Killed millions of people. I'm sure that's quite true. Now... Suppose we go back to your room and you think about it. Oh, no, no. You think about it. 
Because I'm going to go out and find one of those details. Now! Right out the window. And then he starts darting around looking for a car to steal. And, well, the, the guys that work at the hospital slowly chase after him. It's like they can't find him at all. <laughs> a lumbering man in a white coat. And they can't find him. <laughs> they should be able to follow the blood trail. Yeah. He steals like a guy's van as he's sitting right there. And his broken legs and arms and shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to walk around like a snake. Well, they should hear totally fucked up. We could trial the trail to screaming. Well, what's wrong with everybody? <laughs> like, I think he's over there. Oh, my God. Do I pull it out to leave it in? Do I pull it out to leave it in? <laughs> I pulled it out. I should have left it in. Oh, God. I'm bleeding out here. Getting woozy. There's so much blood. The crash van on the block as he ran out of... He was going low on blood. Oh, my God. Uh, I think we should... Uh, Not a scratch. No. Well, it's TV glass. You're fine. Remember Rance McGrew? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, that was just like, yep, went through a window. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Anyway, let's leave. He also gets a car right afterward. The only That's difference true. is I enjoyed myself this time around. Yeah, really. That was terrible. That was really bad. Let's go to commercial. <clears throat> Rod Serling, creator of The Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Purina Puppy Chow. It's a... What? No. No, it's a puppy chow. Yeah. Yes, it exists. What do you mean does, does Purina exist? Of course it exists. Why wouldn't Purina exist? We all heard of it. What do you mean you haven't heard of it? What the hell's going on here? You're all crazy! I'm gonna find out these details now! <laughs> I drove around for a while and uh, I, I came up empty handed. I'm sorry. And drove, jumped out a window. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you could hear the, the car engine start after that. Yeah. 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 That drove home. I was already in, I was already laughing with the car window, with the window sound in the car. <laughs> it turns out it really hurts. I was in the hospital for quite a while after that. Uh, this, this episode was not accurate on glass breaking. It fucks up your face pretty bad. That's why we're a week behind on this. <laughs> Yeah. Well, oh goodness. I'm healed. I'm healed. <laughs> oh, thank Christ. Um, so you left it in then. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. The one I did. The other one I didn't, but that wasn't too bad. Uh, you ever yeah. see Reservoir Dogs? Kind of like that. The backseat of the car. Yeah. Oh. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be okay. <laughs> Save the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we get to hold that scene. Hey, listen, you you hurt real bad. But it, <laughs> the gut's one of the worst places you can be shot, other than the knee. Yeah. But it's Most okay. Shots of You're going to be okay. We'll get Say Joe. the fucking words. <laughs> he talks like he's deaf in that scene. Harry! Harry! <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking dying, man! Ugh. I I don't know, man. Tim Roth, man. Like, I if I was in that situation, I'd be like, dude, I'm a fucking cop. I don't care right now. Drop me off the. I got a gun to your fucking head right now. 
Oh, you don't want to go back to that goddamn warehouse, man. It's, there's cops fucking surrounded. They know all about it. I'm going to save your ass. You're going to save mine and get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I would have done. I'm like, Quentin, what are you? you oh, this doesn't make any fucking sense. He was panicking. But, he was dying. But I loved it, dude. I, I love the movie. It was a great movie. It, but the, the the setup was shit. That was it was great acting and all, but it didn't make any fucking sense. It drove me nuts that he didn't say that. Because anybody would have said that in that situation. But would you not have? No, because they would have taken you somewhere else and just killed you. Why would they take you to the? Why would they take you to the hospital? Because you got a gun to the dude's back of his head. They would. You just had. Killed, the they would have just killed I mean, you. That, that's why you got shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll go back and rewrite it. Lady with the gun. What would you do with it? Drop it. He could have. He he probably had two of them on him. I would. Well, he did because he shot fucking. I know. uh, What's his face at the end? Mr. Blonde. So he used that gun on Harry's head. You know, like. He's committed to his job. Okay. He was trying to remain under. Drove me nuts, man. That 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 choice drove me fucking nuts, and that's a writer choice. That's Quentin's. Okay, I, look, it's his first one. I'll let him slide. Because Pulp Fiction's perfect. Anyway, uh, Twilight Zone. Frank's uh, Tarantino fun fact corner is over. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, I loved it. Just, just uh, that, one, that one part drives me nuts. <laughs> it's probably my favorite Tarantino movie. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I mean, it's hard to rank them. Uh, actually, I'm going to go with Jackie Brown first. I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say, dude, Jackie Brown is a is a really close first or second, man. Jackie Brown's um, severely underrated. That's so much fun. It, when when, uh, a, when De Niro shoots Jane Fonda or uh, Bridget Fonda in the parking lot, <laughs> he's just like, ah, ah fuck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so god, like, I will start crying. It's so goddamn funny. His face. Like, yeah, you know. You know what? It's just there's only so much a man can take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can see it all in his face. Like, shouldn't have done that. Had to do it, though. Yeah, you what know what? Do? I, I hate losing shit. When I lose something, I lose my fucking mind until I find it. And if it's my car in a parking lot, it's even worse. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I fell for it. Like, you're already in, like, the stressed out situation. Then you got this annoying Oh, she is fucking irritating. I like when oh, she's just like, God. what were they talking about? Like, they're, they're going to pictures on the wall. The first time she met her, she met De Niro. And she's like, yeah, but then the Wii was really good. Hmm. Want to fuck? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like one of De Niro's like most underrated fucking roles, too. Because he killed it, too. I mean, <laughs> Samuel Jackson should have won something for that, man. Honestly. Yeah. He He's killed- like, why'd you smack her around? Why'd you smack the bitch around? <laughs> After he comes, like, three seconds later, he goes, oh, I really hit the spot. <laughs> oh, love it. Anyway, uh, let's get back to this. Uh, fucking David Gurney flees on foot. He goes to the bar t- the bar to talk to his bartender. Was his name Sam or something? I don't know. It's always a bartender named Sam. And then he starts to be like, Sam, you remember me, right? I'll take the usual. And he's like, what's that? And he's like, I forget. It wasn't the same drink that the one guy had where it was like tequila with a cube of sugar or some bullshit. Um, yeah, they, they they didn't copy that uh, episode to a T, but it was close. 
<laughs> I wish they did. He, he did have a, a lot of time revolved around the razor, so as, as well as yeah, that episode. Like the wife, it, it felt like the same exact scene, you know? Yeah. I like <laughs> this episode better. Yeah. I, re- yeah. I really like this episode. It's fun. Um, every, time, every time he talked to her, I want to hear... Yeah, that fucking music following him around. How come bartenders in movies can only just sit there with a glass and, and wipe it with a white rag? And that's all they can do? Because that's sanitary. Yeah, just a dirty rag hanging around his waist all day. You done with this? Thanks. One other? <laughs> yeah, and then another clean glass, please. <laughs> well, considering they're all clean with that same fucking rag, they're all the you know equal clean, equal yeah, cleanliness. Uh, yeah, it's like Sand doesn't recognize him, obviously. He's like, oh, they got to you, too. Uh-huh. Keeps drinking, keeps drinking, gets kicked out of the bar, like, every Twilight Zone episode. Whenever somebody in Twilight Zone goes to a bar, they're going to get kicked out of that bar. It's a fact. And drink way too many shots that a normal human being could not stomach or or do that quickly, normally, and not act any sort of way or just fall. <laughs> he downs, like, five shots, dude. And <laughs> I've done that once. I remember ending up on the ground. Like about, I don't know, 30 seconds later. Yeah, I think it's more experienced drinkers. Okay, it was. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I guess he's he's an alcoholic. <laughs> we haven't seen him eat that day, so. Empty stomach. Ooh. Yeah, man, that's not good. Reinforces um, my point. Yeah, uh, I'm not disagreeing with you, I'm just saying. Um, he should have just started throwing up violently. Oh, you remember this, Sam? I do this every time I'm in here. Oh, like, oh now I remember oh, you, asshole. David, what's up? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Gurney didn't recognize you without, with my clean shoes. I didn't recognize you. You didn't shave. Oh. I didn't recognize you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's trying to picture him with stuff. This episode is, 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 is about, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's sponsored by Gillette. <laughs> Uh, he shaves and they're like, "Oh fuck! I'm I'm sorry we're such a dick to you at the bank. I'm so sorry." You haven't shaved twelve hours. I didn't notice. Yeah, he calls his mom at Klondike five two five one, and she's like, "No, no, you sound like you're an unshaven man. I, I don't recognize you at all. No, sir. No, no. Bye, bye." And so did that his friend. Oh my god! He goes to the <laughs> not the god. voice of a clean shaven man. Yeah. Sound like you got stubble on your voice. <laughs> I'll thank you to hang up. Don't call back. I I, I heard a scratching on the receiver. <laughs> so uh, he fucking he, he goes to the he, he comes up with something 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 Sam says makes him realize I gotta find something and he's like oh the picture and he goes to the to the photo developer which looks like a like the back room of a court like uh, where they keep the records he goes in there and he's like. She gives him a, po- a photo, and he, he pulls it out of it, and he looks at it, and it's a picture of him and his wife, like, as the way it should be. And then she, he starts to walk away. He's like, this is it. And he doesn't show it to her. And he's like, she turn, he turns, and she's like, it's $1.75. And then he goes to walk out the door, and for some fucking reason, the doctor and all his little goons show up. And they're like, you shouldn't have left the van parked outside if you didn't want us to find you. I'm like, what are the odds they found a van in fucking New York City? Fuck you. Anyway, and he's like, of- yeah, there's a million of them. And he goes... I got a proof here. All I need is a dollar eighty-one to buy this. And I'm like, that's that's a lot of interest. It went from a dollar seventy-five to a dollar eighty-one in four seconds. Just show them. Pay them after. Pay or after. don't. Just show- <laughs> 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 Just 
Or don't pay for it after they see it. Isn't that, aren't you done? You're a crazy person. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Fucking throw your feces at her at this point. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going away anyway. So, no, I don't have to go yet, but. I'm already spitting out the most craziest shit you ever heard. (laughs) This would just be par for the course. (laughs) Do you have this, this, this part where he freaks out when he, cause he looks at the picture and it's changed. It's just a picture of him by himself, like awkwardly holding on his arm. (laughs) Like he looks like uh, one of the rat pack. It's like, yeah, I look cool by myself, doing a weird pose. He's just like, eh. yeah. <laughs> it's like, eh, it was a eh. <laughs> holding on to nothing here. I, 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 I don't know. I think it's one of these two. I know that much. Um, like, is this like, no? Uh, uh, wait, yeah, it's this one. Number again. Six seven oh eight seven seven seven. You sure? Positive. Look, the photographer gave me a slip and I lost it, but I remember that number because of the four sevens. Maybe your wife's got it. Maybe well, your wife's got it. I was going to surprise her. You sure it was on the 14th? Yes, on a Sunday. We were at the oh, zoo. Oh, bitch. She wouldn't oh, I'm sorry, Nick. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> so I got to do everything. Is that a seven or a one? Seven. <laughs> she doesn't remember taking the picture. Pay attention to the price here on this photo right. and the high interest rate from. Yes. Yes, that's it. Are you okay, mister? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, I'd be funny. Well, doctor, what No, you cut it out. I might ask you the same question. If you really wanted to elude us, you know, you shouldn't have left that stolen car downstairs. This man owes me money. Oh, a dollar eighty-one to be exact. And you know what for, doctor? Proof that I'm not crazy. I told you they couldn't think of everything, and I was right. I suppose you found a signature or a receipt or Oh, but that wouldn't be proof, would it, Doctor? Because I could have signed a signature anytime. Right. Or had a card printed up or faked a driver's license. But what about a photograph, Doctor? What about a photograph of me holding hands with a girl who claims she never laid eyes on me before this morning? How would you explain that? Take it out and look at it. And then think up some answers. I'll take it out and look at it, all right? Yeah. I saw her. Very well. like, th- like this part, I was like, wow, that's pretty good. Look, look, you saw her. You saw my wife. Oh, listen, mister, you didn't show me nothing. But I, I tell you, she was there. We were together. There was time now. <laughs> no, we were together. We were together. We were together. We were together. Together. <laughs> There's glorious Twilight Zone freakout in this episode. This has got to be up there. My Maybe my number one favorite freakout episode. It The entire episode is freakout. The entire, all the way through. And it doesn't get old. Mm-mm. They, no, bra- I they mean, break even it Even right to the end, you're like, Jesus Christ, can this guy <laughs> win? <laughs> well, his like, winning is be- is waking up next to, to someone. You're going to play that clip? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I got it. You know, okay. ne- you know, she is wearing the uh, the 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 helmet hat again. Yeah, I was hoping that he'd wake up next to a pig face woman and they kind of tied two together. But that would be stealing too much because I think Beaumont took a little bit too much from th- other things for this one. But it worked. It worked. It's Beaumont. Yeah. So yeah, here's. There we go. Dave. Dave, honey, wake up. Huh? Wake up, honey. What? Oh. Oh, Wilma. Well, well, oh, wait a minute. Let me get this junk off my face. 
But don't go away. Oh, don't worry, I won't. Yeah. That's the hell of a drug. <laughs> oh, baby, I had the nightmare. The granddaddy of mom. <sighs> well, that'll teach you to mix scotch and martinis. <laughs> yeah, that'll teach me all right. He doesn't pick up that her voice is different. Thomas, honey, but I was a little out of things myself. Yeah, like, forgive me? the voice is yeah, not sure, even close. sure. No, I think he's so out of it. Are you ill? Dave, why are you looking at me like that? Because you're more beautiful Dave, than honey? last cunt. Dave! Occasionally. So she's blonde, and she's a different woman. In reality, he'd be like, oh my god, you're blonde. You're a different woman. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Oh, well, close, close enough. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe you're not as lazy as the other one. Yeah. You actually seemed concerned when you woke up. You yeah, know? really. She just laid there like a lug. Well, to be fair, that last wife wasn't married, so. Yeah. Kind of had their fault around that one. She um, did, yeah. She did wake up with a lunatic screaming. I would turn her down. Yeah, because um, for all we know, they were never actually married. Yeah, apparently they weren't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I even labeled this, ah. I upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish he just had a, just one quick shot of him shrugging and going, eh, close enough. You know what? I can eh. freak out right now, but uh, th- at least I'm not in a mental institution and she's hot. <laughs> the rest of her days can be interesting. Cause she, if she has any sort of job or like friends, just they're not going to recognize you. Just go ahead and accept it, honey, and just come back home. Pretty much. Let's just call it a life. Let's let's not let's not push it. Let's not have a freak out because then you'll swap back with the other lady and fuck that girl. Just go ahead and stay where you're at. Keep calm. I had a problem with the ending. I I felt as though it didn't need to happen. If 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 the original one was back, that would have been fine. It would have been better, I think. And this is Rod fucking with the script. I know it. It just feels so Rod serling to me. Because this is what he always this is this is classic Rob, you know. A, another twist on top of a twist on top of a, okay, we get it, Rod twists, get it. Like the ending should have been that, you know. I like I like the it, ending. It's um, without the title, the title of the episode is actually a giveaway of the ending, um, because they'd have to change the title if they didn't. Well, my point being is is like um, okay, so. You know, like the first one, you know, where is everybody, right? Would you agree that it's better because there's no real twist at the end? Like when, you know, Rod wanted him to have like the ripped off part of the stub when he goes into the uh, cinema. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't have that lessened that episode if there was that at the end when he's talking to the stu- the damn moon? Honestly, like it, when it, it depends just, on the episode. Like, come on, man. Really? I mean, I, I like this one. I, what's that? I like this ending. You do? Yeah. Because it 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 doesn't make any fucking sense. Cause it's just like it, swapping back and forth, like. Yeah, but it's just like 
how can I put this? It didn't. It didn't fit with the entire episode. It just did not. It was just a 180 of what was going on. So, what is he still? Is he still fucking crazy, or is he? What am I? What's going on? Was did he dream all that? And you can kind this, of view it like as a shadow play thing, where he's just like on a loop. Like this is the other side of it, and then just stuck in so different versions it, of it. Maybe he's in purgatory. Or something. I don't know, but so maybe the next night he wakes up and it's the chick who doesn't know me again. Like maybe, yeah, or it's something else like that, or something else similar. Well, see, in shadow play, we know that that's it. Yeah. In this, it's just it's too open ended, without any real foreshadowing or clues to it, except for a title, I guess. But the story didn't match the title, I guess, or maybe I don't know. It, j- it just seemed forced. That's all. It seemed forced. That's all. Okay. That's my opinion. But hey, you know. anyway, I, I'm not in love with the ending, but it didn't bother me. I, I don't mind it in this one. No, no, it didn't bother me either. I was just saying I think the episode would have would have been better. It would have like I give it like an eight, right? I would have gave it a nine if it didn't have this ending. But the ending takes it down one notch for me. That's all. So I'm I gave, just saying see, it would have a been, nine if ten. This is one of those ones where I say the ending is fine, but it would have been a lot better with a little bit more of a hinting. Yeah, exactly. Just throw something in there in the yeah. middle. Like, I mean, you had him freaking out for fucking 20 minutes or 18, whatever. You know, you could have spent 20, 15 seconds to just throw a little something in there. To You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know where you'd do it, though. Because, yeah. I don't know. Let's get out of here. Um, <clears throat> right, oh, yeah. Right, um, outro. I didn't realize how long we are going here. Damn. A case of mistaken identity or a nightmare turned inside out. A simple loss of memory or the end of the world? David Gurney may never find the answer, but you can be sure he's looking for it in the Twilight Zone. All right, I mean, with okay, Rod's outro, nor, uh, fair enough, fair enough. Rod's outro really ties it all together. Yeah. Fair enough, it's back to a nine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I changed my, I changed my mind. <laughs> what the fuck is next week? And now, Mr. Serling, next week we take a trip through a galaxy to a few million light years away from your collective television screens. We'll land on an uncharted asteroid and then undergo an experience designed for goosebumps and palpitations. Because in the Twilight Zone next time out, you'll see that monsters come in all assorted sizes and shapes. I hope we whetted your appetite, and if so, we'll see you next week. Our show is called The Little People. The the Shido People? (laughs) With the, with the with with the number one most insane mad laugh. Oh ever. God, it's glorious! <laughs> it really just <laughs> like like he, for wow. a while. It's it's yeah. We'll get there. So join <laughs> us next week, won't you? I hope we whetted your appetite enough on this show, this fine podcast program. Um, this, sorry, go ahead. What I said, this program. Program. This program. Um, where where can we find you? <clears throat> Red Dragons Radio. Dot com. There you go. You could find me too. I don't care about <laughs> doing it. I don't. I don't feel like doing any. At, you know, whatever. Go, go to Twitter at. Uh, what is it? Or again? don't. Or don't. 
LIW the Twilight Zone review. Or just don't. Or, or, don't, or just LIW live your life. On Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? Who cares, Frank? They're not going to do it. These people are set in their ways. Well, I mean, if you're already listening to it, then you found it. So They're not going to do it. Why, why? Why? What's the point of plugging where? I mean, go to fucking listen, listen and watch our other shit. Go, go outside and look at look at nature. How about that? You know, actually, nature, speaking of nature, yeah, uh, Mars is the closest to us. It has been Until next time. time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. We're not doing Frank's Fun Fact Corner for the science right now. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You're, Mars is closer than it's been in, what does it say, 15 years? Yeah, since 2003. Yeah, I saw that earlier today. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, in the south. Is it? Like, can you actually see it? In, uh, yeah, it's the brightest star okay. in the south. Yeah. Is that right now? Think- what the fuck is that? And then I watched, I, I, I went on to Google. I'm like, oh, it's Mars. <laughs> Fucking okay. Mars. Goddamn Mars. There's little people on Mars. We'll, we'll see about those next week. There, there is a 12 mile deep um, or a 12 mile long, one meter deep uh, uh, liquid uh, lake that they uh, that they found underneath the southern ice cap. Imagine that. So there, there is water on Mars. That means there's probably life. And that's enough time for uh, science corner. Until Look next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. So long, citizens of Mars. We're coming for you and your water. They're squids. <laughs>